Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. Good morning. Welcome to The Anchor. I'm Deb Hickey along with my partner Rhonda. Rhonda is going to continue to talk about the future of the United States, our country's destiny. Our country affects you and I and the world. Don't be deceived that the United States isn't very important to the world you and I live in. Rhonda, please talk to us today. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for listening in today. And yes, again, we're going to be sharing about hope for our nation. In the last couple of weeks, we've been sharing messages about the foundation of our nation and the roots of our nation. And we want to continue on that theme and just want to share with you just a little bit that's on our heart today about the destiny of our nation. And, you know, that gives us hope. If we have a destiny, if we have a purpose, even in our own individual lives, that gives us that gives us hope in itself. And so, you know, hope for our nation is bigger than our nation. We've been called a city on a hill, a light to the nations, because we have been founded on godly principles. There's many people that are praying for our nation. You you know, Debbie, all over the place, just multitude of prayer groups that have risen up to bring us back to our roots so that we can fulfill our destiny as a nation. So it's bigger than just ourselves. It's not about ourselves. It's not about just our nation because our nation has affected the whole world in the past and it's still doing that. Our nation was dedicated to God from the very beginning and we've talked about that. And we talked about a little bit about how our foundation, God's foundation is righteousness and justice. It's not our own righteousness, but it's his righteousness. What he what is in in line with what he says is righteousness. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about how Israel is our example. And in the Bible, uh, it talks about how out of Israel, all the nations of the earth were blessed. And whenever they followed God's ways and his righteousness and justice, they thrived and they prospered and they blessed the whole world. But when they departed, They were oppressed by their enemies, and they went into captivity. They lost their freedom and their liberty, and they were controlled by their enemies. And later, you know, in the the following weeks, we want to pray for our liberty and that freedom to be um, restored to us in the capacity that God wants it to. So, but whenever their cries went up, and I think there's cries going up all over the world, even the world, the world is praying for us, Debbie. All over the world, people are praying for America because they see what has happened to America in the last years, in the last decade, um, for many years. And so, but it, it's come to a culmination. And so, People are coming out. We're coming out of our apathy and our complacency, and we're seeing what is happening in our nation. And people are crying out for deliverance, for freedom from this. And so whenever Israel cried out because of their oppression, God would always send a deliverer. And he did it through many different leaders over many different periods of times through history. He did it through softening the hearts of kings of other nations. And, you know, they didn't know the one true God. But God put on their hearts to favor Israel. 
And when Israel had went into captivity and they were given over into another nation, he brought other kings from other nations to deliver them and send them back home. And at one time in Israel's history, they were in captivity for 70 years. And when they went back home, they, the walls of Jerusalem were torn down. It was devastating. And so, but God laid on one man's heart. He, he was a cupbearer for King Xerxes. And I just want to bring out here too, Franklin Graham just came to Indianapolis and Debbie's going to be sharing more about that next week on our program. But he came and he shared this very story about Nehemiah. And it was an awesome, an awesome talk that he gave and how Nehemiah started with prayer. He was a cupbearer for the King Xerxes. But he saw, he heard of the devastation of the walls of Jerusalem, and he started praying, God, give me favor in the eyes of this king. I feel like you want me to go back and help rebuild these walls. And the point that I want to bring out today is re, rebuild, reform. And I really believe, and many believe in this hour, in this day, that God is in the process of bringing reformation. And whenever you see a period of reformation in history, big things happen. Big changes come. There's a lot going on and a lot at stake. And we know there's a lot at stake in our nation right now. So Nehemiah, he used spiritual leaders like Nehemiah, not only kings, but he used spiritual leaders. Nehemiah, Ezra, it talks about to restore certain things to a nation especially a nation who is serving God, who has, who has departed who, or who is departing more and more from the ways of God. And I think we've seen that a little bit in our nation with different things that's been happening over many years. But Nehemiah, when we talk about walls being torn down in Jerusalem, those were literal walls. But there can be spiritual walls that are torn down in our own individual lives and in our nation. Spiritually, walls are torn down, and it can open up the door to the enemy and for us to be vulnerable to our enemy. And I think that we're seeing that. Many of us don't realize what is going on in the spiritual world. And that's exactly what is happening. It, it leaves a gap in the wall. When we leave and depart from the ways of God. And when Nehemiah came back to Jerusalem and the king did give him favor and he did go back and he did evaluate what had happened to the walls. And he started rebuilding those walls with the people of Jerusalem. And they started filling up those gaps and rebuilding that wall where no enemy could break in. And so this is a powerful thing. And I believe that is the place that we are at in our nation also. You know, when he brings leaders like that into the picture, they root out, they pull down, and they, they destroy that which was evil and corrupt. And then they go in and re rebuild, and they restore, and they reform. And restore means to bring back to its original state, to reestablish, to set in order that which, which, which was originally put in place. And so if we want to talk about that, we want to talk about being restored to the fullness of what our Constitution meant. And again, we've talked about going to the voting polls and voting and voting for that which that leader 
that candidate which you see would be the most likely candidate to restore us to our roots and to our constitution. And so we just want to talk a little bit about these prayer movements that are going on right now. And maybe we can talk more about Nehemiah and what Nehemiah did, but just know that we're in a we're in an awesome time. We're in an awesome time where things can get redone, rebuilt, and restored and reformed. And God is raising up leaders all over the place. He's raising up spiritual leaders to help bring us back to our to the right kind of worship of our one true God. And so just like he did in Nehemiah's day, he brought in Ezra to do that, to restore the temple, the place of worship. And so those kind of things need to be restored in the right way too. But sometimes we have to root up and tear up and pluck up those things that are not right in every area of society in order to rebuild in the right way. And I believe that's the time that we're, we are in. So be encouraged today and have hope in what God is doing. And I just want to talk about the prayer movements that are going on. You can go to fastforwardamerica.com. You can go to prayasone.org. You can go for Grace for America. All three of those prayer movements started on September the 30th, and they're going for 40 days to November the 8th. And today, it just happens to be the day to pray for sanctity for life. And I think this is so important. We've been talking about righteousness and justice and doing things God's ways and, and what is right in the eyes of God. And we, we know what is right in the eyes of God. What is right in the eyes of God is saving a baby's life because the shedding of innocent blood is an evil thing and is a corrupt thing and it can affect our land and it has affected our land. 54 million babies have died since Roe versus Wade and we need to be praying for the sanctity of life today and repenting of that very thing. God wants to, God wants to, in the justice side of it, he wants to come along, he wants us to come alongside these women and encourage them to have these babies because there's many babies, many people, many couples that will raise these children, but if we'll come alongside them and encourage them, even if, if you do not want this child, we will help you through this time. We will bless you. We will, we will help provide for you so that this baby can be born because this baby was not a mistake in God's eyes. Another thing that's coming up on October the 18th, very important is by Kurt Cameron. Many of you know him by uh, Fireproof, a movie that he did on marriage. And it's so awesome what's going on in theaters on October the 18th. It's called Revive Us. You won't want to miss this. Get online, order tickets. It may be already filled up, but it's a time where the body of Christ, where God's people can come together and pray together for a, a revival. And for reformation, these very things, Dr. Ben Carson's going to be there, Kurt Cameron, Francis Chan, um, many others are going to be there to share on this time of um, what they're calling a Red Sea moment, where God is going to send a deliverer for America and revive us once, once again. So I just want to encourage you, everyone listening, to 
Continue to pray for America. Continue to encourage people to go to the voting polls and know that God is with us. He is in this. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He has a destiny for America. He's not through with America. Be encouraged. Have hope for America because it is the hope for our world. Thank you so much for listening in to The Anchor today. Be with us next week. Debbie is going to be sharing an awesome message about salvation. And so you won't want to miss it. God bless you. If you would like to know more about resources mentioned in this interview, possible ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on The Anchor, email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.